Welcome to Women United Art Podcast, a space dedicated to women artists from all around the globe. Together, we'll dive deep into all things related to our art practices and life experiences. Stay tuned for tips and great advice from incredible women who are killing it in the art world. My name is Mona Lurch. I am a visual artist, artist coach, and founder of Art Moms United and Women United Art Movement. And I'm inviting you now to be the choreographer of your own life. I hope this podcast will inspire you and help you navigate through the next steps in your art career. And with that being said, let's begin our journey together. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I want to speak about something we all experience and give you some tools to work through that. I want to talk about fear, because especially as we are building our art practices and looking into opportunities, deciding on new business adventures or just showing up differently, fear comes in and influences our decisions. I want to start with an important note. Fear doesn't define us. And yet, we let it play an important role in our lives. Last week on Instagram, I asked you, what would your career look like if you had no fears? And I received many answers, and they all had one thing in common. They were tied to our confidence. And they were all related to the fear of failure. Some of you said, that you'd be submitting your work to more opportunities, put your art out there, approach a dream gallery, promote your work more, search for collaborations, take the leap and become full-time artists, or create a strong body of work. And my question to you today is, why don't you? What's stopping you from that? When we have dreams, We see ourselves excited, should they turn into reality, but before we even start making the plans for how to achieve them, we often give up because some steps, or even all of them, look or feel too scary. So we either postpone or just abandon the ideas completely. And in our heads, we hear what ifs. And I've been there, just like you. It happens to me with every single idea and every single dream I have. I get really excited and as soon as I start thinking about the steps I have to take, fear steps in and what if start pouring out of nowhere. Our ego is trying to protect us. It doesn't like changes, wants to keep us safe, but what it also does is that it keeps us stuck in one place, never moving forward. So have you ever experienced the motivation and excitement about working out every morning to get fitter, and then after a few days of getting up early and stealing those few moments just for yourself, you suddenly feel like you can skip it for the day and continue tomorrow, but you never do. And so you keep trying and trying and you're never able to stick with the new routine. I know, it's uncomfortable. And you are stepping outside of your comfort zone and making a commitment to yourself. And your ego sees this as a threat. And so it will do anything to stop you from taking action. But when you actually do, when you ignore the excuses that come up, when you still do the work, do the exercises, show up for yourself, what happens next? 
it becomes natural, right? You build a new habit and see the results it brings you. And it makes you happy and proud. And the fear? Fear's gone. Fear is a dream killer. But why does it paralyze someone so much that they stop while others are motivated by it and it drives them forward? The main point is to know your fears. Identify all the other emotions that come with them and be aware of the body reaction to them. So I want you to take a moment and think about all the sensations you are experiencing when you fear something. Do you play horrible scenarios in your head? Do you start sweating? If it doesn't come to your mind right away, don't worry. Next time you experience fear, I want you to sit down, take a few deep breaths, catch it and acknowledge everything that is happening right there at that moment and write everything down. And if you get stuck with identifying the emotions, there's an amazing tool called the emotions wheel that may help you with that. There are around 34,000 emotions we can experience, so don't feel bad about not being able to identify the right one. Um, American psychologist Dr. Robert Plutcher conducted an extensive study of emotions and proposed eight primary emotions that serve as the basis for the rest. And these are joy, sadness, acceptance, disgust, fear, anger, surprise, and anticipation. So this tool just makes things a little bit easier for us, and you can find it online by simply googling the emotions wheel. The next step will be looking into your limiting beliefs that also resurface when we are going through this fear phase. So which ones come up for you? And I want you to write them down. And if you are thinking, Mona, but how is this going to help me? Well, the only way to move forward is to know yourself and your emotional and physical reactions really well. Um, Being aware is a state of mind when you can actually walk through things and heal. One thing I want you to remember is that fear is not your enemy. It's trying to show you to pay attention to what's happening and we need to listen and understand it in the first place. It's okay to experience fear, but instead of hiding, we should always ask the right questions, such as, what does it actually mean? So when you are unsure of what to do next and whether our ideas are tangible, Think about stuff that keeps coming back, like having a vision of approaching our dream gallery over and over again. Any fears showing up with that vision? Most probably, you think it's a sign to stop and stay safe. And you create a list of various reasons why it's not a good idea. At that exact moment, I want you to write down the excuses that come up too. If we don't take action and we stay in our comfort zone, we make no progress with our plans, goals, and dreams. And there comes frustration. So what if our fears don't mean stop, but they mean, yes, do this because it makes you excited. By shifting the interpretation, we're shifting our thoughts from fear to receiving a sign that we're being supported. And it makes a whole lot of a difference. As easy as it might sound, it's never going to be that. It's a lot of work and there will be bumps on the road, 
But the most important thing is to get up, learn and do better next time. Know what troubles you and think about the probability that your fears come true. Ask yourself, what's the worst thing that can happen? And then shift your attention to the best thing that can happen and notice how that makes you feel. Write down all the scenarios. You can also dig a little deeper and write an action plan should the worst case scenario happen. And this will give you an actionable plan, something you can hold on to that will give you tools to pick yourself up again, knowing that things will be okay. I mentioned limiting beliefs earlier. They originate from our childhood and life experiences, and they could cover a whole series of episodes here. I had a wonderful call with my accountability group members for a course that I'm taking recently, and we talked about trauma-informed coaching. And it's so relevant here as well. The effects of trauma in your system will influence how you're able to handle things. Our bodies remember, and sometimes in certain situations, our reactions will be magnified to the extent that we can't even explain let alone other people who witnesses during such moments. One thing I want to stress here is that even if you do the work, but feel that you're not getting anywhere, you should not shame yourself for not being able to overcome your fears. Having a compassion for ourselves and understanding the root causes for this is already a great step in the process. Often, I would experience confusion when it comes to fear versus intuition. And I asked myself and Christy, the intuitive soul coach we have in the Art Moms United membership, and I talked to her in episode three of this podcast, how do I know if it's my ego trying to keep me safe or my intuition telling me not to do something? I would go with an instant thought, breathing through the idea and identifying if it still makes me excited or joyful or just stressed out. And I would ask myself questions that make it clearer for me and go with the first responses that come up. I like to think that nothing is permanent and we're learning from mistakes and failures. Our past mistakes and failures led us to who we are today. And when I look at some of my fears, let's say from a year ago, when I challenged myself, faced them, and took action, the things don't frighten me any longer. They became quite natural. And there comes a big smile on my face. I did it. And so can you. When you face your fears and embrace them, it doesn't mean that you're ignoring your emotions. You are actually experiencing them fully, but you shift the interpretation as well as the energy behind it. And so the result changes too. So I'm going to end this with a beautiful quote by author Judy Blum. Each of us must confront our own fears, must come face to face with them. How we handle our fears will determine where we go with the rest of our lives. To experience adventure or to be limited by the fear of it. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I'm so grateful for every single one of you and I hope that this episode will help you face your fears. Stay tuned for more mindset content and uplifting interviews. I'll speak to you again next week.